0: Good afternoon. hope everyone is doing well. I wanted to do a follow-up podcast, actually. Um, a follow-up episode on the previous one that was just recently posted uh, regarding the restructuring of indo and its structural budgetary analysis on a modern American active defense um, apparatus, I guess an A2AD, a multilateral A2AD anti access error denial strategy. Uh, to directly um, confront, contain, and diminish uh, the, the growth of great power competitions. So, what I want to do right now is to provide a, a comment on future defense resource planning challenges for the United States. Uh, future critical defense resource planning challenges will primarily surface and capability, which will then influence capacity and overall readiness of America's posturing and strategic regions of the world. Modern conflicts between great powers along the spectrum of peace and conflict will be determined by the access and acquisition of new weapon systems and high-end technology that allows for the development and procurement of new weapon systems to seize the battlefield kill chain and undermine adversarial offensive and defensive capabilities. If the United States does not possess the capability to remain ahead in regard to advanced technologies to maintain its military superiority, then the American hegemonic order may become easily challenged and hindered by growing capabilities of adversarial powers, such as Russia and China, as well as regional adversarial powers, such as Iran, North Korea, and Venezuela. The United States would need to prioritize the capability to procure modern military weapon systems that have also um, effective defensive capabilities, such as artificial intelligence within the cyber domain. Modernizing artificial intelligence capabilities will allow for stronger cyber-defensive and offensive mechanisms that can be utilized to undermine adversarial infrastructure and system algorithms. As digital information usage and incorporation to everyday life increases, its placement in developing digital information-linked weapons will become more prominent and significant. This also increases potential risk and vulnerabilities to the overall American posturing. As cyber infrastructure is not modern and the capability via investments, research, and procurement being absent. As the United States for the past 20 years prioritized combating non state actors and transnational entities, the Department of Defense will need to reevaluate the capacity or force structure of the United States to defend and contain great power adversaries in the modern world with near equal access to the same emerging technologies and markets. That solidified the United States' hegemonic primacy in the international system. The United States has to reevaluate its capacity within indo pacom which entails increasing the responsibilities and force structure of the Navy, the Air Force, and Space Force. As modern conflict among great powers in the Indo-Pacific may primarily appear in naval, air, space, and cyber, regarding cyber, China, the United States will need to determine a modern Mahanian approach to expanding the Navy to protect maritime supply chains and logistical networks across the Indo-Pacific theater. Not just for the United States, but American regional partners and allies. The Army will continue to have significant purposes, without question, but in Eurocom against a more land-conventional power, such as Russia, while drone warfare and asymmetric approaches towards military operations to be evaluated and preferred in CINCOM and AFRICOM. In Indo-PACOM, the Army Marine Corps capabilities should be diverted to supporting the roles of the Navy, Air Force, and Space Force to ensure C-4ISR, long-range strike systems, and missile defense systems, which will include ballistic missile defense platforms, are being placed as priorities to establish a regional multilateral active defense network to contain China and undermine the A-2AD uh, anti-access area denial framework. With transforming the Marine Corps into a fast deployment corps the Army to a supporting role in the indo pacific area, American capabilities to ensure effective capacity to deliver a response to Chinese posturing and encroachment upon global trade routes and strategic choke points can be achieved once current and trending geopolitical and geoeconomic realities are implemented into the national defense budget and it's been acknowledged by strategic decision makers and military commanders. If the capability to procure new weapon systems is not effective, then the capacity to adhere to security obligations and conflict resolution strategies will be inefficient and ineffective. Balancing and capacity com- balancing within the ability of adequate capacity comes from the reevaluation of modern American capabilities to develop weapon systems that enhance the strategic posturing. The Eurocom, Sencom, Africom, indo Northcom, and Southcom. The main capability issue for the United States that must be resolved to ensure proper capacity and overall readiness is an operational integrated network-based command and control system reinforced by space-based satellite telecommunications and cyber defense mechanisms that further allows the dissemination of vital information between the battlefield commanding officers and civilian leaderships among the three tiers of decision-making, which would be tactical, strategic, and operational. If the dissemination of information is hindered, then American capacity to construct a modern force structure to remain ahead in great power competition and strategic positions in the world will become weak, and the adversaries will become further emboldened to undermine and replace the United States. As China and Russia continue to progress in research and development, procurement, and implementation of next-gen weapon systems. Such as drone swarm vehicles, hypersonic glide vehicles, anti satellite weapons, and long range standoff weapons, the United States' posture um, in Europe and the Indo Pacific is weakened as the American capacity has not fully transitioned back to great power competition. As American adversaries target the United States asymmetrically to avoid direct conf- uh, conventional confrontation until military parity has been reached, American capabilities must be directed towards strengthening infrastructure vulnerabilities in cyber networks, space-based networks, telecommunication channels, and logistical networks that will allow for easier flow of information, mobilization of personnel, and further defensive posturing. If the capability to procure new weapons and the capacity to modernize force structure is absent, then the overall American readiness is inefficient, ineffective, and exploitable by adversaries. The United States will continue to not be ready for great power competition and confrontation. If procurement of modern weapons has not been achieved, legacy systems have been officially retired, and force structure resembles the national national security priorities within the modern world. Land-based systems are important. But capabilities have to resemble new realities within particular combat and command zones. More importantly, as the competition be- between China and the United States continues to grow tense and globally encompassing, American readiness must reflect the change of focus. This includes the type of munitions preferred, operational capabilities, personnel capacity mobilization, satellite positioning, and increased multilateral security arrangements that bolsters American positions and uphold American primacy. The current administration can achieve a balancing within the new bu- uh, defense budget by accepting the new geopolitical risks stemming from the Indo-Pacific and elevating the roles of the Navy and naval capabilities, including unmanned naval ships, smaller aircraft carriers for force multiplication and power projection with carrier strike groups, and further budgeting for smaller combat ships such as corvettes, frigates, and missile boats to achieve a modern Mahanian naval fleet without heavy dependence on large combat ships such as aircraft supercarrier strike groups. The Navy will need to share equal responsibility with the modernization of the Air Force, which requires a retirement replacement of legacy systems with a more robust, modern, multi-role Air Force. Overall, to achieve balance and operational capabilities to succeed in new force structure capacity of the Navy and Air Force, the Space Force budget should reflect increased priority in (laughs) C4ISR. and modernized gps systems that allow for a data-linked integrated singular command and control system that usurps and filters information for the production and dissemination of intelligence for better decision making by commanders and strategic decision makers in near real time for better closing of the modern kill chain against adversaries the army and marine corps and pacom must take the secondary support role to the air force space force and navy while taking priority leadership and capabilities in Eurocom, while the Air Force takes responsibility and leadership in Sincom and AFRICOM. This reorganization of capacity will reflect new capabilities and overall strategic and tactical readiness for the American Armed Forces against growing geopolitical threats and adversaries. With that being said, I thank you for tuning in. Much peace. Much love. I wish you all the best and the greatest of days. Hope that the the remaining of your week goes smoothly. This is your host, Samaj McDowell. And until next time.